With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in to a Friday edition DNVR Bets Daily. RK and Professor Dre. Great vibes here at the DNVR bar, Dre. Uh, a lot of people starting to flow in. The beer coming out nice and cold. I can attest to it, as I'll show you here in just a second. And uh, excited for another great weekend of betting action for us here on DraftKings Sportsbook. So, uh, Dre, what uh, what are you looking forward to most this weekend? we got quite a few things here on the slate. I guess I'm looking forward to getting back in the UFC and uh, a little redemption in both Bundesliga and um, and KBO because uh, that as it as it always happens, right? You have a heater, then you have the down night, but it it never stops at the down night. You need to have a real like bucket of water dumped on you, <laughs> completely put out the flames of the heater to rise again like a phoenix and uh that's the situation i'm in right now there you go uh <laughs> a little bit of a tough night for you last night oh terrible and we were on the dmba show hours later and those two picks we we uh, you know we gave the endorsement to harrison those went two and oh what were the two i i just remember going the under on that game yeah so uh harrison liked the hero's money line and then we suggested the hero's opponent because he really liked the heroes because Jokic was pitching, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So then we were saying, well, you could attack the the opponent and go with the under three and a half. And I believe the heroes held them to one run. Yeah, yeah, they did. And we haven't talked nearly enough on the show about the fact that the heroes have a pitcher named Jokic. Yes, we've like, blown it. Like, what better way? You know, you can't bet on any Colorado sports right now, but you can bet on a pitcher in the Korean Baseball League named Jokish. That's right. I've also, I'm implementing a new rule after last night. Actually, I guess two new rules. One is we're always betting on Jokic. Jokish, whatever. I'm staying, I'm done with the Wyverns for a minute. Okay. You know, and this this is a trend. I think I find a team to pick on. And then they pick on me. I feel like I feel like such an idiot. I hate myself. Um, yeah, because the Wyverns, it was so low scoring. We didn't we didn't trust any over they take. They go six eight. They crush the over, and I had the under there. Um, and I, I went against what I was telling Harrison to attack the KT Wiz, the opponents of the heroes under. I went with the over from the heroes. It was five and a half. These these villains, they're not heroes, they're villains, Ryan. <laughs> they score five runs. Where's my half? Give me my half run. Come on. Even the dinos blew it for me. I had I had over five and a half. They only score four in a five-four game. They had it right there at the end. There's my Italian guys up at 1 a.m. on a Friday watching in. 
Ciao, Andrea. Um, and then, so it was just, it was just a terrible night. Doosan Bears and Lote Giants, we can always trust them for the over. They give us nothing in a boring 4-2 game. I'm just, I'm upset at myself, you know. The one uh, great thing that happened last night was, of course, uh, uh, my LG Twins. You know, the KBO, uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook, go ahead and makes the second best team in the league underdogs. I'm going to go ahead and smash that all day. And uh, that was plus 130-something. We cashed mm-hmm. in on that. So big shout-out to my LG Twins for coming through on that. Uh, but what can you do? Uh, you know, you, you take a loss. I think I ended up 2-1 and one on the night, so I'm, nice. I'm staying over 500. And you will probably give out 347 picks this weekend. So that's right. You'll have a chance to get back over 500 too. (laughs) Or under by a thousand. The other interesting thing, Ryan, before we jump in all the excitement for the weekend, a couple lines jumped up drastically from when we recorded our show to when I finally put these picks in. I usually do it after dinner. You know, we get off the show. I have dinner with the fam about seven. Then to digest, I put in some picks. I forgot to do so and got to it until like 11 p.m. Well, the Dinos five and a half has jumped up to six and a half. Mm. Didn't matter. Those were both L's, but still would have been nice. I I felt good about that going in. That hero's money line that Harrison liked and we liked, it went from minus 195 to over minus 200. Mm. Um, So the the sports book liked the bets I was placing. It just wasn't my night. Dang. Yeah, well, happens. big weekend ahead. Lots of good stuff. We have uh, UFC, of course, Bundesliga, more KBO. Uh, I, like you mentioned, I'm most excited about UFC. I'm also excited about the size of these member beers at the DNVR mm. bar. They, mm. uh, they, I, when you see it next to like a regular size beer, you really start feeling the value there. Anyways, um, let's start here with Bundesliga. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about Bundesliga because I have officially sworn off the Bundesliga. Like, uh, thanks for the memes, uh, you know, and uh, I appreciate the the win we had with whatever team it was the other day. <laughs> the, but the big but, Wolfsburg upset. Yeah. That's, oh yeah my, yeah, my squad there, Wolfsburg. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I just we've got Premier League coming back soon, Serie A coming back soon. I don't need the Bundesliga in my life. Uh, it's done me wrong too many times. So you you handle Bundesliga. You sworn off the Bundesliga. It's what a smart man should do. I I almost think there's a lack of wolf shirts on the show, which, of course, you're known for um, in your civilian life. And maybe that would help us a little more with some of these soccer picks, since that's kind of where you trend in all these uh, soccer leagues is the wolf mascots. That's very true. You know, it's the first Friday night since uh, since Denver was a little bit more opened up. And it's also the first time I've worn a collar mm. on my shirt since quarantine. So, you know, I thought I might class up the joint a little bit uh, and, and set the bar at a new a new level. Yeah, I had to switch it up. First time maybe in show history, I'm not wearing a DMVR shirt. That was to kind of get get back on track. You know, I'm trying to trying to make small changes. You know, I, I can be superstitious, even though I'm a math magician. Yeah. Bundesliga, though, things that matter. I like two teams that have been good to us in the past. One is Wolfsburg. I like the money line. It's just the 108, which is very intriguing because they're playing Frankfurt, which is much lower in the standings than they are. It's also at home for Wolfsburg. We've found that that doesn't really matter. But as a just minus 108 favorite to win, 
I kind of like that. And this fits your rule of they're not the underdog, so we don't have to lose value by going after the win and no tie included. And I also have a first in our soccer betting history. Of course, uh, we've had some firsts, like a plus 700 bet on the Faroe Islands. You guys can imagine how that went. Uh, (laughs) Terrible loss. But I am betting on my first tie. And this is for another team that that looked good for us last week. And that is Verde Bremen. They are on the road to Schalke. Schalke much higher in the standings, but Schalke has had a terrible run. Uh, They've lost three in a row, got pummeled by uh, Dortmund. So I think that this is a nice underdog to force the tie. That tie is a plus 225. So you're getting some really nice value there. What what are you thinking here? 0-0, 1-1? I'll take whatever I can get, but yeah, 0-0-1-1. I'm hoping it's a low scoring and not a lot of me like they're down 2-1 and hoping we can tie it once again. You know? I would love to watch a game where I'm rooting for a 0-0 tie. That sounds like a, a really enthralling experience. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. All right, is that what you have for us on the Bundesliga? I'm I'm staying somewhat conservative on the Bundesliga. We also have a rule of not taking favorites over 200, so that did limit some of my picks. Lots of ties, kind of wonky. I'm I'm trying to study the Bundesliga from afar. I like these two picks. I'm not trying to go crazy otherwise. Yeah, I guess you could go like a minus 1.5 route uh, on the alternate lines if you wanted mm-hmm. to take a big favorite. Um, I, I, you know, I might wake up on Saturday morning and, uh, and feel yes. the need to go ahead and hit, uh, Holland, well, however you pronounce mm, that yes. to score first again, you know, I'm just going to keep going back <laughs> into that. Well, until it finally, uh, comes up with something. Assuming he's healthy and playing because he did have to leave that Munich game early. So how old is he? Like 21? Yeah. He's super young. That to me looks like I'm having a frustrating game. I want out of here. I would I would have friends, more veteran friends on my soccer teams. And often I'd be like, oh, are you OK? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just faking because I messed up that pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's all it's all an art in soccer. Right. Yeah. Soccer. You know, people think the acting only happens after fouls or not fouls. No, that it's all, you know, you get maybe sometimes if you hit a bat, like if you have a nice uh, opportunity at goal and you miss the shot, like you got to right. act like your ankle twisted That's or right. something, you know, yep. Just it, it is. It's performance art. Mm-hmm. It sure is. It sure is. And speaking of performances, I'm so excited for this weekend of UFC. Uh, yes. You know, as as everyone knows, I've already deemed it crack, and it's been two long weeks since I had a hit, uh, and so I am ready to get back to the pipe <laughs> or the octagon this weekend. Uh, and this is a, a big, big uh, UFC weekend. Not as big as next weekend, but some really intriguing fights on the card this week. Yeah, that's right. I can't wait to be yelling, finish him repeatedly at the TV as my two-year-old sleeps peacefully <laughs> above because I put far too much money on the on the not-to-go-the-distance bet, which I will be doing this week as well. Um, I guess let's start from the bottom where... We've seen a little bit of a trend here in uh, Colorado guys really impressing us as underdogs and having some big moments in these UFC fight nights. The one Colorado kid we have here is Brandon Royval making his UFC debut. He's going against UFC veteran Tim Elliott, used to be a ranked featherweight uh, contender. Now he's kind of fallen off with a 6-10 and 10 record. 
this should be a really exciting fight. Two guys who are are going to set the tempo, come at each other. Royval, though, he's got a bit of a mini Tony Ferguson where he's just going to keep coming, keep coming. Fights a bit awkward, has some uh, for a featherweight, you, featherweight, you know, some some ability to finish a fight early and stuff. I'm really excited for some for his debut. I might have watched some fights outside of the UFC to prepare for this. Um, which just shows you how sick I am. Um, and yeah, he's to plus 145. So in the early prelims, he's one of those where I see nice value, a nice local kid to get behind and root for. Uh, so yeah, I like this one. What is it with UFC and like not being able to stamp a time on a fight? Like I, I don't know what time I need to be at the TV because every fight says 501. Well, and what I hate... <laughs> Is I'm glued at the TV for from the first fight to the last fight. It's great. I love it. I've also watched the pre-fight show, and when fights are not going the distance, then they're playing the same, you know, five ten minute thing on whoever's in the main card that I already watched in the pre-show. Mm. Sometimes they're playing it three times. You know, like I Walt Harris, great story in the last fight night. I don't need to hear that story three times in a row because all these fights aren't going to distance. It's like when you like get into a conversation with your buddies. Maybe you just got back from the bars and and you just throw on Sports Center and you realize you've watched the same Sports Center like seven <laughs> times. Yes, yeah, I did that uh, far too often in my youth. I think. Well, this is this is a new uh, add it to the list of rules. If they train in Colorado, we take them. And, and that's not biased there. That is based off of everyone that we've seen so far since we started watching this. Everyone who trains in Colorado has won their fight. That is exactly right. Uh, almost all upsets, too. I mean, Justin Gagey, Overeem. We had uh, the pretty boy who whose look you didn't like, who just oh God. knocked that guy out <laughs> silly in the second round. I guess Anthony Smith was the one guy training in Colorado who wasn't able to pull off the W. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but the other still, guy's I mean, name must have been like Chad or something. I can't remember. <laughs> still, I, I, you know, that's like three for four. I like those odds. Um, yeah, and Brandon Roy, Royval trades at uh, Factory X, which is one of the local. And I know you, you know some Broncos guys that train there. Another really exciting, and this is the other thing. With UFC, I've really kind of keyed in on guys I want to root for. I don't want passive guys who are kind of waiting around. I like guys who set the tempo, who scare me. There's nothing worse than having put money on a guy and then two minutes in, he's up against the wall and you're hoping he can just survive this barrage of, uh, of, uh, of strikes that come his way. Um, and that's where I'm taking Spike um, Carlisle, who's a very exciting fighter in, um, in the UFC, kind of coming up against Billy Quarantilio. Now, Quarantillo is kind of the more uh, experienced guy. He looks kind of longer, and he's going to have a more complete game. Carlisle's this uh, fiery redhead who's going to come at you, set the tone, great knockout power, some great kicks, great striking. Now, very important in this UFC event, this is the first event they're fighting in Las Vegas, and they're fighting it at these new UFC uh, headquarters that double down as a training facility, essentially. So it's not a normal arena where you have the normal um, octagon. This octagon is slightly smaller. Instead of 30 feet, 25 feet. This is going to make things 
a lot better on those fighters I like who are going to set the tone. They want to get in a phone booth. They want to, you know, just get in. It's not those rangy fighters that are kind of keeping you at a distance and picking their spots, picking their angles. And that's where I really like a guy like Carlisle here. This is going to be another exciting fight. Carlisle's another underdog plus 115 decent value. We've seen the UFC the last we've done like four. This will be our fourth fight night. It's been upset city um, lately. So I am trying to trying to look at some better value and uh, and some underdogs. And those are two guys, exciting fighters that I like um, in the earlier fights. Those Spike Carlisle will be fighting in the main event. If then if if they were to make a movie about UFC, the mm -hmm. fighter would either be named Billy Quarantillo or Spike Carlisle. Like those are the most classic fighter names I've ever heard. <laughs> Spike Carlisle, I think, I'm going to warn you, Ryan, you might be turned off by him once he hits the octagon. I know that uh, face value for you <laughs> is very important. Like You're like those old scouts that they talk about in Moneyball. You're trying to sell jeans here. Well, uh, <laughs> you, you know, for me, it's like, okay, I look at these guys and I'm like, damn, that guy really looks like someone that someone else would want to punch in the face. That's a really big dis mm. disadvantage for him because this other guy's been staring <laughs> at this this fool for like three months. He's like, God, I want to punch that guy in the face so badly, and he gets that opportunity. It's it's a, it's like a caged lion being released. You know, you don't want to have too much of a punchable face in UFC. Mm, now that that is a good point. Spike Carlisle, weird redhead who rocks cornrows, so he's got a bit of a weird look. You might want to punch him in the face. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that might work to his advantage. Don't. I definitely do not <laughs> want to fight him. Let me just clarify no, that. That is wise. That is wise. I know we've already had uh, my Italian friend suggesting I get in the octagon with Curtis Blaze for 15 seconds and see <laughs> if I can survive. I, uh, I, I stand by that. And with Spark Kyle, Spike Carlisle, you coming to try and punch him might work into his favor because he's a guy who likes to set the tone and has that knockout power anyway. So... Then the co-main event is a heavyweight bout between Brazilian Augusto Sakai and Bulgarian Blagoj Ivanov. Ivanov, more of a bigger submission, get you on the ground, get you against the cage, not going to set the tone a lot. Sakai is an interesting guy. He's a, you know, he's going to kind of force the action here. Um, and they're basically at even odds, both slight favorites in the minus 110s. Um, so I'm not leaning either way. You know my theory. With heavyweights, I like to go with the underdog, no clear underdog. So I don't really care. I do think Ivanov being the submission guy is going to be at a slight advantage with the smaller cage. He's going to be able to play against the wall a little more, set the tone, control um, his opponent a bit more. Both these guys, Sakai as a knockout artist and what have you, Ivanov as more of a submission wrestler, neither of them really go the distance all that often. And you have this to not go the distance at plus 120. I mm. really like those odds. Of course, this is only a three-round fight. So uh, you're not going to get the full five rounds that the main event is going to get. But I'm intrigued by that. And there's another nice value bet here. Yeah, so I kind of like Sakai in this fight. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm going to go one way or the other, yeah. um, that's that was one of my picks that I was going to go down for. I like Sakai. Um, I do. I, I I'm with you on the fact that like watching these guys just try to survive and bounce around, and they're trying to pick their spots. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the fights we had was um, 
Oh man, it wasn't it. It was it Greg Hardy or was it no? It was another football pl- former football player that we were watching, uh, and he was going for the tackle the whole fight because he Anders. wanted to hit him. Yes, yes, Eric Anderson, and yeah. he couldn't get it. It was so fresh. I'm like, this guy's yes. spending all of his energy trying to tackle this fool while this other dude's just hitting him in the face. Like, I feel like he needs to compute the fact that this isn't working. <laughs> right. But uh-huh. I like the fact that Sakai's going to go after it, go get it. So he's mm-hmm. uh, he's on my card. And you said what was it? Plus one twenty to to not finish, or sorry, yep. to to end in a, in a in a in anything but a decision. Exactly. So that seems like pretty good value with how these guys match up. I think both in their last, both have ended, uh, haven't gone the distance in four of their last five. Um, so you know, eight of their last ten. I kind of like those odds for two veteran fighters. Other explosive fight. I mean, these guys won't hold back too much. Um, so that'll be lots of fun. And real quick, let me just mention, yeah. uh, DraftKings Sportsbook once again has the fight night insurance, which is so fantastic because it oh, just really cool. allows you to to let you know to be aggressive mm-hmm. uh, in these bets. If your guy doesn't make it to a decision, so if it's a uh, a knockout, TKO, submission, any of that stuff, and you bet on, let's say Sakai, uh, they're going to give you whatever you bet back as a free bet for the next time. So like, like, you know, it's insurance. It's literally insurance. The only mm-hmm. thing you, you don't like is decisions. Actually last fight night, we had quite a few decisions, which was frustrating, but I it's a nice little boost to have there. The beauty is the smaller octagon is going to take those away. I think it's going to force more, uh, more KOs and non-decisions. And yeah, you're right. I mean, that really helped us in the last two, uh, heavyweight bouts you know glover Teixeira, the insurance paid off for us and uh overeem as well because both those didn't go the, the distance and the guys we liked ended up losing so that was a uh, that was huge for us yeah the the good people at DraftKings keep helping us on that note there's also an odds boost uh for the abs to win the cup basically it, it's plus 700 and now it's plus 1500 yeah they're so more than double yeah. They're more than doubling. Yeah, right. They're more than Over doubling yeah. the odds there. And man, you're going from, you know, seven to one to 15 to one. That's a good one to get in, I'll just say. Yeah, seems like a smart bet, especially when they're one of the top four teams and you're getting them like a top 10 team. Those are great odds, um, especially with some of the other hockey stuff we've been talking about. You can save there, but still make even more money than you would have originally and then sprinkle a little on the Penguins and some of those other intriguing teams we've talked about, like the Blackhawks. Back to UFC, though. This is one where I think the insurance could really pay off. I just And I was talking to Rudo about this when we had him on the show because he does like Tyron Woodley, and he likes Tyron Woodley in a non-decision. Woodley's um, in his late 30s, almost 40 now, former champion, defended his uh, belt four consecutive times, world-class wrestler at Missouri and a stud athlete with this incredible build. He's boring as hell to me. Keeps you out of range because he's got that length and he's got the power. So he keeps you at range. He peaks, he, he kind of picks his angle and you'll try to try to force the, the KO. And if he needs to, he can use that world-class wrestling to take you down and kind of control the fight. Gilbert Burns, the Brazilian is a stud jujitsu, like double black belt, four-time jujitsu world champion, uh, shorter range, but we've got the smaller cage. He wants to get in that phone booth. He wants to exchange. He's not scared. He's not intimidated by Woodley's uh, 
wrestling either. So he's got a complete game. You know, he's he's got a bit of a Donkey Kong vibe where he can <laughs> just like unleash a fury of punches. He's not going to try and get you with the jab. He's just coming and throwing full force. I like Gilbert here as the younger guy, even though he hasn't been tested as much. Woodley lost his last fight to current champion. Usman was just outclassed for five consecutive rounds on the ground. I just, I, I personally cannot justify putting money on Woodley because I'd hate myself. Even if I won, I'd just be like, great. Um, I, I don't know if he even deserved it. Um, and look, there's a chance that this guy can, can pop burns and, and get the KO, which is why the bet I like most is for Burns to win, not in a decision. That's plus 250. And then I also like the Burns money line. That's plus 150. Um, and you you could triple down and just go for this fight to not go the distance, period. I think that's a slight minus, but that's not a val bad value bet as either because I just think with the smaller cage with Burns initiating the action, this isn't going the distance. Yeah, you know, I, I looked at these two guys as as the co-main event here, and I'll tell you, Andre, and, and you know me, when I saw a matchup of a guy named Tyron Woodley and a guy named Gilbert Burns, <laughs> I was so ready to be like, this Woodley is going to ruin this guy who has the name of a principal of a private school. <laughs> right. But once I started looking at these guys, I was like, oh, I love Burns. Burns is my guy. Uh, so th that's another pick I'm going with, too. Uh, is you know, I'm going with Sakai. I'm going with Burns, and Burns a nice plus one fifty. That's right in the mm -hmm. zone right there, where it's like okay, he's not a heavy underdog. Right. And as we've seen, these fights, once you get out there, uh, you know the old famous saying, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yes, it kind of applies really a lot in, in UFC, and like all of a sudden, it, no one looks like a favorite yeah. once the once the punches start flying. So I like in that one fifty range. That's mm -hmm. a nice place to be. And if you're going to go for an underdog where the UFC has been underdog city, go with the underdog in the main event. I mean, that's the, the most qualified underdog of all. And let's go through the main events we've covered thus far. First uh, fight or first pay-per-view that we had Curtis Blades on. Justin Gagey, underdog, wins the main event. Fight night, Glover Teixeira, Anthony Smith, underdog wins. Overeem's the underdog, he wins. And now we're going with another underdog. I like our chances here with Burns. And again, I I feel much more, you know, this is my philosophy in coaching and playing Madden in sports in general. Win on your terms. If you yep. lose, you can, you know, you can sleep calmly, but you at least went out on your terms. You set the tone. You didn't stay by and hoped you could eke out a win. No, you won on your terms and I want to win on my terms. And that's why I'm going after Gilbert Burns. Yeah, what's up with that? Like Brazilians are supposed to have dope <laughs> one name nicknames. Right. Not, like the most American name of all, Gilbert I know. Burns. I was going to say something like, and if you're Gilbert Burns, you <laughs> might need to help your hygiene out and get manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh, wow. That's outstanding. Um, Ryan has been kicked off. Um, Maybe deservedly so. I uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's your dunce cap being put on. Uh, well played. Well played. I like it. You know, this member beer. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Get out of here with that. Sorry, Allie. Uh, the member beer. You know, I'm halfway through, oh. but 
I'm feeling it already. That Friday <laughs> first beer buzz. Okay, that leaves us with our. Unless you haven't, do you have anything no. else? Okay, uh, that's that, it. that leaves us with our last order of business, as always, which is the great Korean Baseball League, mm. aka the KBO, aka the KB Over, which hasn't been as as much of the KB no. Over as we would like recently, but maybe you know. I don't know. Do they have a their ver- is it the June swoon yet? Is it too early for that? I don't know. Now, it is, you know, I went on my one and two night and I was like those were the unknown pitchers. So I was really thinking now we're going to have the aces. I probably like the unders a lot. But then once I looked at the pitching matchups, it was a bit of a mix and match. I think I should have liked the unders, but now I think we're in the back. I think the KB over is back. All right, so so that means you are you gonna give us a full slate here again? I'm giving you well. I just told you I have a new rule. I'm not messing around with the wyverns anymore. Right. You are dead to me right now, wyverns. The byverns. The byverns. Aside from the wyverns, though, yeah, I'm hitting the KB over in the other four games. That is Dinos Lions. Feel very good about that over ten. Bears Giants over eleven. But hey, it's the Bears and the Giants. Like, I get it. These are potent offenses. Heroes Wiz, the one where uh, they burned me on the under last night. We're taking the over. It's a nice pitching matchup for the over. Finally, Twins Tigers over 10 as well. I'm taking that over too. All right. You know what? I I, I was a, I was pretty similar to what you had. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, a, I'm the type of guy I just want to ride with the homies. So okay. I'm matching your card here. Let's go. I'm matching. I'm matching what you have here. Okay. I I kind of like the twins. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up here quickly. The twins team total. Hmm. Where is it there? T- twins team total over five and a half. Um, I kind of like that a little bit better than the over nine okay. and a half. But I kind of mm-hmm. like having that protection there, uh, yeah. just in case you know the twins have had a. a few pitching hiccups here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's nice to have that protection on the other side. And that's an 11, that's an 11 PM or Andre, you know what Let's that means? Go. Yeah. Do you prioritize the 11 AM KBO or you, you probably just sleep less and then yeah. you wake up for the Bundesliga or you don't care about the Bundesliga. Well, you know, I'm, I don't trust the Bundesliga from a putting my name on any picks thing, but I'll probably still watch it. And you know, once you're on, once you're watching, you might as well get in on the action. Well, and depending how our KBO picks go, we might be texting each other some extra picks to to make up some ground in the Bundes in the morning. So not recommended. Not recommended. No, <laughs> a wise person would advise against this. We, after a losing night, sometimes can be unwise. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't bet against it. Nothing worse than chasing wins. <laughs> yes, and everyone does it. So just. If you're if you're taking it, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Don't chase wins. Mm. It, it doesn't. It, it usually doesn't work out for you. And when yeah. it does, then it just makes you keep coming back, and you're probably gonna, mm. you know, lose seventy five percent of the time when you're chasing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And our guy Chris Hill says no dinos. Let's hope you're wrong, Chris. Let's hope these dinos can get it back together. Heroes run line. They mad. He also says. Mm. Why are they mad? Didn't they almost throw uh, throw a shutout last night? Yeah, yeah, they did. There you go. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week on DNVR Bets Daily. Should have a really exciting weekend. And then next week, we're expecting to have another batch of DNVR specials. So that should be really exciting. A lot of fun stuff to get in on. 
a lot of cool things that we kind of teased a little bit of the Nuggets ones on our on the uh, DNVR Nuggets podcast or DNBA Live last night. So um, check it out. Make sure that uh, that you're getting ready because we're mm-hmm. going to have some more props for you. And you know what that means. You're going to have to save up some money this weekend to add it to the prop budget. Yeah, let's hope all goes well. Table tennis bet. I don't know if you've got anything. I've been. Oh, I've been who is my out. guy? What was his name? Igor? Yeah, there was an Igor. I'd imagine there's a couple Igors in the table tennis league. But yeah, my bet is Igor. Bet on Igor. There you go. Hopefully just one Igor. So Igor's his opponents. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. We, got, we better get out of here. <laughs> yeah, please. All right. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you Monday. As you guys know, we're working with DraftKings Sportsbook, so make sure you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use the code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700